Hello and welcome to New Creation Common Prayer. Today we are called to worship with Psalm 119, verses 97 through 120. I love your instruction. I think about it constantly. Your commandment makes me wiser than my enemies, because it is always with me. I have greater insight than all my teachers, because I contemplate your laws. I have more understanding than the elders because I guard your precepts. I haven't set my feet on any evil path, so I can make sure to keep your word. I haven't deviated from any of your rules because you are the one who has taught me. Your word is so pleasing to my taste buds, it's sweeter than honey in my mouth. I'm studying your precepts, that's why I hate every false path. Your word is a lamp before my feet and a light for my journey. I have sworn, and I fully mean it, I will keep your righteous rules. I have been suffering so much. Lord, make me live again according to your promise. Please, Lord, accept my spontaneous gifts of praise. Teach me your rules. Though my life is constantly in danger, I won't forget your instruction. Though the wicked have set a trap for me, I won't stray from your precepts. Your laws are my possessions forever, because they are my heart's joy. I have decided to keep your statutes forever, every last one. I hate fickle people, but I love your instruction. You are my shelter and my shield. I wait for your promise. Get away from me, you evildoers. I want to guard my God's commandments. Sustain me according to your word so I can live. Don't let me be put to shame because of hope. Support me so I can be saved and so I can focus constantly on your statutes. You discard everyone who strays from your statutes because they are dishonest and false. You dispose of all the wicked people on earth like waste. That's why I love your laws. My body shudders because I fear you. I'm in awe of your rules. Today's Old Testament reading comes from the book of Judges, chapter 7, verse 19, through chapter 8, verse 12. Gideon and 100 of his men moved to the outpost of the camp at the middle watch of the night, when they had just changed the guards. Then they blew the trumpets and smashed their jars that were in their hands. So the three units blew their trumpets and broke their jars, holding the torches with their left hands and blowing the trumpets in their right hands. And they called out, A sword for the Lord and for Gideon. Each man stood fast in his position around the camp, and the entire camp took off running, shouting, and fleeing. When the three hundred trumpets sounded, the Lord turned the swords of fellow soldiers against each other throughout the whole camp. The camp fled as far as Beth Shittah, toward Zerarah, to the border of Abel-Mehalah, beside Tabath. The Israelites from Naphtali, Asher, and all of Manasseh were called out, and they chased after the Midianites. Then Gideon sent messengers into all of the Ephraim highlands, saying, Go down to meet the Midianites and take control of the Jordan's waters as far as Beth Barah. So all the Ephraimite men were called out, and they took control of the Jordan's waters as far as Beth Barah. They also captured two Midianite officers, Oreb and Ze'eb. They called Ore- killed Oreb at Oreb's rock and killed Ze'eb at Ze'eb's winepress. Then they went on chasing the Midianites, and they brought the heads of Oreb and Ze'eb to Gideon on the other side of the Jordan. 
Then the Ephraimite said to him, Why do you offend us this way by not calling us when you went to fight the Midianites? And they argued with him fiercely. But he said to them, What I have done now compared to you? Aren't Ephraimites' leftovers better than Abiezer's main harvest? God handed you the Midianite officers Oreb and Zeeb. What have I been able to do compared to you? When he said this, their anger against him passed. Then Gideon came to the Jordan, and as he and 300 men with him crossed over, they were exhausted but still giving chase. So he said to the people of Sakath, Please give some loaves of bread to those who are on foot, because they're exhausted. But I'm chasing Zebah and Zelmunah, the kings of Midian. But the officials of Sakath replied, Haven't you already almost gotten your hands on Zebah and Zalmunah? Why should we give food to your army now? Just for that, Gibeon said, when the Lord has handed over Zebah and Zalmunah to me, I'm going to beat your skin with desert thorns and briars. From there he went up to Penuel and made the same request, and the people of Penuel responded in the same way of the people of Sakath had. So he also told the people of Penuel, when I return in victory, I'll break down this tower. Now Zebah and Zalmunah were in Karkor with their camp, about 15,000 men, all the ones who were left from the Easterners' entire camp. 120,000 armed men had fallen. Gideon marched up the caravan road east of Nobah and Jagbeha and attacked the camp while it was off guard. Zabah and Zalmuna fled, and he chased after them. He captured the two Midianite kings, Zabah and Zalmuna, and threw the entire army into panic. Today's New Testament reading comes from the book of Acts, chapter 3, verses 12 through 26. Seeing this, Peter addressed the people, You Israelites, why are you amazed at this? Why are you staring at us as if we made him walk by our own power or piety? The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of our ancestors, has glorified his servant Jesus. This is the one you handed over and denied in Pilate's presence, even though he had already decided to release him. You rejected the Holy and Righteous One and asked that a murderer be released to you instead. You killed the author of life, the very one whom God raised from the dead. We are witnesses of this. His name itself was, has made this man strong. That is, because of faith in Jesus' name, God has strengthened this man whom you see and know. The faith that comes through Jesus gave him complete health right before your eyes. Brothers and sisters, I know you acted in ignorance. So did your rulers. But this is how God fulfilled what he foretold through all the prophets, that is, Christ, his Christ would suffer. Change your hearts and lives. Turn back to God so that your sins may be wiped away. Then the Lord will provide a season of relief from the distress of this age, and he will send Jesus, whom he handpicked to be your Christ. Jesus must remain in heaven until the restoration of all things, about which God spoke long ago through his prophets. Moses said, The Lord your God will raise up from your own people a prophet like me. Listen to whatever he tells you. Whoever doesn't listen to that prophet will be totally cut off from the people. All the prophets who spoke from Samuel forward announced these days. You are the heirs of the prophets 
and the covenant that God made with your ancestors when he told Abraham, through your descendants, all the families on earth will be blessed. After God raised his servant, he sent him to you first to bless you by enabling each of you to turn from your evil ways. Today's gospel reading comes from the gospel of John, chapter 1, verses 29 through 42. The next day, John saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Look, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This is the one about whom I said, He who comes after me is really greater than me because he existed before me. Even I didn't recognize him, but I came baptizing with water so that he might be made known to Israel. John testified, I saw the Spirit coming down from heaven like a dove, and it rested on him. Even I didn't recognize him, but the one who sent me to baptize with water said to me, The one on whom you see the Spirit coming down and resting is the one who baptizes with the Holy Spirit. I have seen and testified that this one is God's Son. The next day, John was standing again with two of his disciples. When he saw Jesus walking along, he said, Look, the Lamb of God. The two disciples heard what he said, and they followed Jesus. When Jesus turned and saw them following, he asked, What are you looking for? They said, Rabbi, which is translated teacher, where are you staying? He replied, Come and see. So they went and saw where he was staying, and they remained with him that day. It was about four o'clock in the afternoon. One of the two disciples who heard what John said and followed Jesus was Andrew, the brother of Simon Peter. He first found his own brother, Simon, and said to him, We have found the Messiah, which is translated Christ. He led him to Jesus. Jesus looked at him and said, You are Simon, son of John. You will be called Cephas, which is translated Peter. matchless in grace and mercy there is nowhere we can hide from your love you are steadfast never failing you are faithful all creation is in awe of who you are you're the healer of the sick and the broken you are comfort for every heart that mourns our king and our savior forever for eternity we'll sing of all you've done for eternity We'll sing of all you've done. We sing, God with us, God for us. Nothing can come against, no one can stand between us. God with us, God for us. Nothing can come against. No one can stand between us. Your heart. 
Lord, it moves with compassion. There is life, there is healing in your love. You're the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. For eternity, we'll sing of all you've done. We sing, God with us, God for us, nothing can come against, no one can stand between us, God with us, God for us, nothing can come against, no one can stand between us. God with us, God for us, nothing can come against, no one can stand between us, God with us, God for us, nothing can come against, no one can stand between us. The Nicene Creed is a statement of Christian faith that goes back all the way to the year 325. It is a recitation of the common faith among all Christians about the triune God, the world, the church, and our future hope. It holds a special place among Christian creeds of faith as the only creed that has been affirmed by the Protestant, Catholic, and Eastern Orthodox branches of Christianity. If you know it, feel free to recite it along with me. If not, take this opportunity to listen to the core of our faith that has been handed down to us for nearly 2,000 years. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father. With the Father and the Son, He is worshipped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. And now let us enter into a time of prayer for ourselves, our community, and the whole world. 
I invite you, wherever you're joining with us, to lift up your prayers, either out loud or silently, wherever you are today. Let's pray. Lord, we pray for your church, both our local congregation and the church worldwide. Help us to be unified in our mission today and to be great co-partners with your spirit wherever we find ourselves. Lord, we pray for those who are suffering today, whether sick, injured, or oppressed. Be with them, supply their needs, and bring justice today, we pray. Lord, we pray for those who may consider us enemies, whom we have injured or offended. Grant them your peace and enable us to be peacemakers. Lord, we thank you for your many blessings, including these. And now let us pray the prayer our Lord Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. As we depart this time together, go with the opening words of Psalm 81. Rejoice out loud to God our strength. Shout for joy to Jacob's God. Take up a song and strike the drum, sweet lyre, along with the harp. Go today in the grace and peace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We'll see you tomorrow. New Creation Common Prayer is a ministry of New Creation Community Online, New Creation Community Middleton, and Nampa College Church. You can find out more about our ministries by visiting nampacollegechurch.com. Today's song was God With Us, performed by Ryan Gage and recorded and mixed by Drew McKellips. All scripture readings were out of the Common English Bible. Today's psalm reading was read by Caleb Daniels. Today's Old Testament reading was by Caleb Daniels. Today's epistle reading was by Caleb Daniels. And today's gospel reading was by Caleb Daniels. Background music for New Creation Common Prayer was created awesomely by Keller Gage. Today's devotion was produced and edited by Caleb Daniels.